Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, this is Xavier. I've taken over Cody's podcast. Xavier, what are you doing? No, no, get out, get out, get out. This is my podcast and I'm doing it. Just go, shoot, go and, I, I don't know, do, do Power Rangers or something. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast, and I'm sorry for that interruption that was, well, uncalled for, to say the least. 2017 Nissan GTR Nismo price edges north of $175,000. Oh dear. Not not to add favoritism or anything, but a Dodge Viper ACR is cheaper and faster, so that, man, that's a bit of a waste to me. Restored 1979 BMW M1 Pro car is as good as new and its wheels are awesome. 2017 Mercedes S-Class updates led by Maybach S550 formatic. And it looks like a lengthened S-Class, which it really is. Mercedes-Benz GLA facelift tries to blend in with its bigger siblings. Hyundai recalls the Azero to replace power seat switch. Volkswagen Commercial Vehicles eyes U.S. market entry with vans and pickup trucks. 1969 Mercedes-Benz 280SE has just 100,000 miles on the clock. Looks pretty good too, but of course, it's in beige. 2016 Volkswagen diesels are the market's cleanest study claims. An independent emission study in Europe has revealed that Volkswagen's new diesel engines are actually the cleanest diesels on the market. And you know what I think? That's not true. I think what they're trying to do is take a bit of the spotlight Volkswagen doesn't want away from them so that they don't look as bad. In other words, they're trying to help them commit the crime that they, well, committed. So, yeah, I don't think it's true. I mean, we'll have to see, but yeah. I don't I don't think that that's a true statement, and at the very least, I think that's a, that's a claim, and that's about it. 2017 Nissan Sentra goes on sale from $16,990. Beautifully restored 1968 Porsche 912 would make a perfect weekend car. The green that it's in right now, which I'm looking at in pictures, it's almost like the emerald green that the Viper had, except except a slightly different hue of green. Maybe like a forest green? Audi records 80th consecutive month of growth. Face up to Kia Soul EV to get a boost in range. How much of a boost is something? I don't know, and frankly, I don't think it'll get past 300. Has F1's Esteban Gutierrez tired of finishing outside the points? So basically, he's going to want revenge and to get into the points and destroy Mercedes at what what is now their own game. We're now partially moving Dacia Logan MCV production from Romania to Morocco. Investors now seeking $9 billion in damages from VW. Basically, they want their money back. Honda expands F1 operations to prep for future customer teams. Basically, they're being very, very optimistic about how terribly underdeveloped, I'm going to say, their engine is. Subaru recalls 935,000 legacies worldwide over faulty windshield wipers. Build your Resvani Beast on the car maker's new configurator. And you know what? I haven't actually messed with it yet, and I'm not sure I will. Volkswagen says it will fix all diesel cars in Europe by late 2017. They better, because frankly, they're really, really late on fixing all the cars that they've made. At least getting one continent done would be a good thing. 
2017 Cadillac XT5 earned top safety pick plus IIHS rating. And for those of you who don't know what the IIHS stands for, it's the Insurance Institute of for Highway Safety. Human assembly error leads to 2017 Audi Q7 recall. Geiger cars, like Geiger counter, you know, the thing that tries to do radiate that tries to measure radiation. Yeah. Geiger cars modifies roaring charger SRT, you know, the really fast one, to 782 horsepower. Infinity bringing out all new connected services with Q60 Sports Coupe. Tesla sues Michigan State after direct sales ban. Scania or Scania made a giant clock out of trucks. It actually looks really cool. In fact, I'm really glad they did that. That's a really, really innovate well not maybe not innovative but it's a very creative thing to do because frankly i haven't seen that been done before rider warns motors to watch themselves then promptly crashes <sighs> subaru reveals pricing of 2017 xv cross trek range 2017 honda civic hatchback price from nineteen thousand seven hundred dollars in the u.s and is on sale next week and the bumpers are so so big they're, just, they're so bulgy if that's a word Man, they're not blocky, they're just, it's unnecessary, there's so much excess on it. Leaked 2017 BMW 5 Series ordering guide reveals autonomous features, like every other car on the market. Audi TTS line competition joins the family and is now at a retail price from 41,940 euros. No, I do not know how much that is in dollars, so yeah. New 2017 Jeep Compass leaked again! This time in China. To be honest, though, it was probably a bad idea that they brought it to China because now China's just gonna copy the car. Face of the Kia Karen's Karen's unveiled. Goes on sale this year, and no, you cannot buy it in America. However, it is a sort of. Do any of you know that 5 Series GT, that really long 5 Series fastbacky station wagon? Okay. Now think of the taller one. That That's like a. Like a minivan, but smaller. Okay, well, that's what, that's what Kia has done, is make something like that. Hyundai Elantra GT gets updated with new tech and styling package. 2017 Kia Soul gets 201 horsepower, 1.6 liter turbo, 4-cylinder engine, and a 7-speed dual-clutch transmission. Volkswagen shows first sketches of new electric vehicle. New Audi Q5 T teasers preview headlight tech and boot space, or trunk space, or tailgate space. Rain, space. Stefano, last name shall not be said here, doesn't rule out Lamborghini sedan, which we should have because of that Estoke concept? Whatever that concept was back in the early 2000s. Well, mid-2000s. Porsche wants to become Formula E's sole battery supplier. Ford patents curious foldable four-wheeled vehicle for emerging markets. Basically, they're trying to remake the Ford Model A. Audi boss Rupert Stadler to be questioned after emissions scandal. Basically, they're going to interrogate him like an NCIS, except they don't have Gibbs to do it, so they're probably not going to get much. So, as some of you know, I went to New York about a month or two ago. And while we were at the One World Trade Center and the Twin Towers Memorial, I saw a smart cop car. You know, the smart for two, but in cop car guys. Turns out, and I might have said, I might have told you guys about that earlier, turns out that was leaked information way, way before any news articles got to it, because the news article I'm using to get all my news from to tell you about 
has just now, in fact, just yesterday, said that Smart has unveiled the Smart 4 Cops. Yet I saw it months and months ago. So what you guys got was a bit of early information on my little excursion to the east side where the Big Apple is. So you know what? Can't say I don't give out unknown information because now I do. Or now, then I did. So yeah, now you knew something that most of the public, in fact pretty much all of the public, didn't wouldn't know for months. Lamborghini suspected of speeding with Porsche crash and crashes. Kills Buick Uber driver. All new 2018 Chevrolet Equinox gets 1.6 liter diesel alongside 1.5 liter and 2 liter turbocharged gas engines. And if you think it doesn't look like an Equinox, no, it does. It has that, you know where the, where the C-pillar is, right where the rear is? Yeah, it has that trademarked look that the Equinox has. It, it just looks like an updated Equinox, and, that, and that's about it. So, there's nothing... I mean, it's new, but it's not special. It, it does still look like an Equinox. 2017 Acura NSX is a jack-of-all-trades, says Consumer Report. Though, honestly, if you want to know what the N NSX is really like, just look at an owner's form. They'll be able to tell you. In fact, here's information for all you consumers. Don't look at automotive reviews all the time. Go on the owner's forums and look and see what they say about the cars. In fact... Ask them what they say about the cars you're searching in. Because honestly, what the reviewers say is just for a temporary drive for a 15-minute video or a 500 to 1,000-word article. Well, not article, but review, written review. Whereas the owners live sometimes daily and own these cars for sometimes a lifetime. And they actually know what these cars are like to drive, own, and frankly repair when maintenance comes around. So you know what? Ask them what the cars are like. Smart electrifies 2017 4 and 4-4. And as you guessed it, they've added green accents, I should say, all over the car to emphasize the fact that it's a green and or electric car. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com and get your cards today. Welcome back, everyone. We're going to get straight into the recalls. We're going to start with the Azera. Hyundai Motor Company has announced a recall for the aging Azera due to a concern with the power-adjustable front driver's seat. The automaker has already informed the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, of the problem that affects 9,700 units of the Hyundai Azera, produced between March 7th and August 14th of 2007. According to the feds, due to a production error over the supplier, Duck to Industries of South Korea, the micro switch within the power seat on the driver's side may have been exposed to the environment, leading to unintentional movement of the driver's seat and affecting the driver's ability to control the vehicle, increasing the risk of a crash. Kind of makes me wonder, when do half of these recalls never increase the risk, the risk of a crash? It is believed production variances during manufacturing of the switch resulted in environmental exposure to the micro-switch and symptoms observed in the fields, the NHTSA writes in the, in the description of the cause. The recall is expected to commence on October 28th, and until then, 
Owners of the affected vehicles will be notified by Hyundai. In turn, the company's deals will replace the power adjustable seat switch. Free of charge. For additional questions on the topic, owners can contact Hyundai Customer Service at 1-855-371-9460, recall number 150. Again, that's 1-855-371-9460, and the recall number is 150. Or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. And now we got to get on to Audi. Audi is conducting a new safety campaign on certain 2017 Q7 models in the United States to prevent steering failure. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, there are just eight affected units in the country, produced between November 11th and, 20, and the 23rd of 2015, which could have left the plant without a proper inspection of the circuit board in the electric power steering. This should have been protected by a silicon gel. But due to a human error over the supplier, Continental in this case, Particles may enter in the area and lead to a possible short circuit, which in turn could cut off power steering completely, making the driver put more effort into steering the Q3, the Q7 and increasing the risk of a crash. On November 2nd, 2015, a production failure happened in the Continental Budapest factory at the Silgel dispension, dispension station, station. Dispensing, sorry. Due to a human error, both containers were filled with the cartridges containing the same component A. Therefore, the dispended sill gel couldn't harden completely inside the ECUs produced. The NHTSA writes, The drivers will be warned with the power steering indicator light on the instrument panel that the power steering assist has failed. Owners of, of the 2017 Audi Q7s will be notified by the automaker and dealers will replace the steering rack free of charge. An exact notifi- notification schedule has yet to be released. And it's now Subaru's turn for what is probably the biggest recall in this in, in the whole recall. Fuji Heavy Industries, the parent company of Subaru, which I didn't know Subaru, Subaru had one, announced a recall of 935,000 examples of the Legacy in order to fix an issue with their front windshield wipers. Models produced between 2009 and 2013 are the ones identified with the problem. The recall affects customers in 76 countries, including the United States, where around 592,000 units of the Subaru Legacy are affected. The company also said in their statement that they are recalling around 107,000 vehicles in Japan. The remaining 236,000 vehicles were sold to Europe, Asia, and Australia. Earlier this year, Subaru of America issued a stop sale and recall concerning certain units of the 2016-2017 Legacy and Outback models due to a possible steering defect. And now, regular news is going to resume. Face up to BMW M4 to get select... GTS-inspired parts. Tesla details biggest software update yet for its models. Next-gen 2018 Mercedes A-Class spotted lapping the ring, and for a good reason. Ventura VBB-3, or something 3, reaches 341 miles per hour, setting an electric car land speed record. If you didn't think electric cars were cool, well, hopefully this somewhat changes your mind. So this article I'm about to read is essentially saying that Maserati are only recalling about seven cars, you know, not 7,000 or whatever, and that because of this, Maserati might be improving the quality. And what the comments are saying is that that doesn't have to be necessarily true. So there is probably a recall coming on the way. However, try not to, you know, I'd say maybe take this with a pinch of salt. So according to the notice posted by the National Highway Tracking Safety Administration, the problem boils down to the front wheel bearings, which could fail because they're too soft. That could increase the risk of a crash. 
So Maltimore is recalling certain 2015 Gibble sedans, a total of seven affected in the United States. Aside from that, however, we're going to move on to the Tesla, well, not recall, but update. Tesla released their latest software update 8.0 for the Model S and the Model X, adding new features and improving the existing ones, including the famous autopilot. The over-the-air update brings a significant overhaul of their model's central touchscreen, introducing a modern interface and more intuitive controls from the media player, the maps, and the autopilot. One totally new feature the 8.0 update brought is the so-called cabin overheat protection, an industry-first safety measure for when the car is parked and unattended. What the system does is to keep the vehicle's cabin at a safe temperature for hours, even when the car is off, protecting any children or pets that are on board by using energy for the battery pack. And you know, that is a really good idea. However, that you're basically draining energy from the battery pack. So let's say, you know, you leave the car for two hours and it takes like 25% of the battery's juice per 30 minutes, or we'll say per 15 minutes. Well, then, boom, you've got an almost dead battery by the time you get back. I'm sorry, but... I mean, that's a good idea, and it's a very good idea, because people who have range anxiety and don't want their batteries drinks, then they won't be able to get home for the next 20... for the next 5 hours, will not leave their children or pets in the car, because they don't want their battery drained. However, this wouldn't be a problem if people just left their pets at home in a cage. I mean, you can take the pet out of the cage when you get there. It's not that bad. The autonomous autopilot system has now enhanced safety features like disabling the auto steer when warnings are ignored. Tesla has also tuned the system to be more responsive and smoother in stop and go traffic as well. The new update has also improved the automated front door functionality in the Model X as accelerated the operation of the famous and also automated Falcon Wing doors. All models benefit from an easier to use voice recognition system which offers more accurate contact matching, improved recognition types, and French to German compatibility, which is awesome. Chevrolet could expand Silverado production to Canada. For a second, I was actually about to say Canada. That would have been bad of me. Motor Trend names the best driver's car of 2016, and unsurprisingly, it isn't a Viper. Although, the AMSR did get fifth place, which is actually pretty impressive. Considering Motor Trend hates the Viper and everyone knows it. New Lexus UX crossover concepts interior welcomes us to hologram tech. Does that mean we'll get, like... You know, with the phone, and then you'll get the holographic image of the person stand. That actually be pretty cool, but very, very distracting. All new 2017 Nissan Micra teased and confirmed for Paris. Though we will not get it in America, but Canada probably will get it. Renault reveals a range of F1-inspired Kango traffic and master vans. More vans we won't get. Impatient driver can't wait for ferry to dock, and then just drops the car into the sea. Chevrolet Bolt can go 255 miles on a charge in the city, which is actually pretty impressive, considering that's about the amount of miles a Viper can go on a tank. Retrotastic K207 Sprint sells out in one week. Seat beefs up new Atika X experience for Paris debut. Ferrari unveils new entry-level GTC 4 lease CLT with the 602-horsepower turbo V8 and no four-wheel drive, meaning... You might be able to own one of the better-looking Ferraris on the market. Well, I mean, of course, that depends on how you how you look at it and stuff like that. But yeah, Hyundai subcompact SUV to take aim at Nissan Juke in 2017. Classic racing Porsches resurface at Zandvoort Historic GP. Renault Nissan acquiring French software development company to boost tech capabilities. Hyundai teases Paris-bound and concept RN30, which is just a performance model from Hyundai. 
2017 Toyota Corolla gets updated styling and equipment. It almost looks totally better than the last one, except for one thing, the front end. Other than that, though, yeah. Nissan returning to top-tier American prototype racing with extreme speed motorsports. Fairy Day Future Strikes 2.4 billion dollar deal for, sorry, billion battery deal for China's Tesla rival. Formula E coming to the streets of New York in 2017, which is going to be pretty cool. I wonder if they'll do it in Times Square. Norwegian Tesla Model S owners suing after claiming the car isn't quick enough. Ironically. And, and I mean the P85D, or the fastest one that they made. It's ironic. Flagship Mercedes Maybach S600 Pullman gets armored guard variant. Which basically means, if you want to get the beast presidential limo, but you are not Obama, then if you have what is probably like $5 million laying around, then you can get a fleet of them. Honda 6... 660ccs Dream Streamliner hits 261 miles per hour at Bonneville. And if you do not know how much 660cc uh, is, it's less than one liter. And I mean an engine liter. It's smaller than a one liter engine. Cull Racing's Mazda MX-5 is, a cr- is as crazy as you'd expect, and it looks brilliant. Final HSV with 01638 horsepower engine to be dubbed... GTS RW1, and it's a car that only Australia will get. Before the Porsche Panamera, there was the stillborn 989 sedan, and it actually looks pretty good. Tesla Model S P100D owners test out multiple acceleration times. Putin's Project Cortege Cortege? could give birth to the Russian luxury minivan, and from this image I'm looking at, it looks like a minibus, which is code, sorry, which is byword. For the ugliest thing on earth. Wow, we were way over time. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this, and I'll see you after a word from our sponsors. We've all seen them. Those self-centered drivers who think their cars are more important than everyone else's. They take up two or more parking spaces. Now you can let them know how you really feel with sarcastic parking cars. Go to www.howireallyfeelcars.com. You'll receive 12 different cards expressing what you think about their parking. These cards come in their own carrying case. Once again, go to www.howireallyfeelcards.com and get your cards today. Welcome back. We are going to get straight into it again, like in the first bit. 2017 Acura RLX offers more features, but base model gets $3,480 price hike. Ouch. 2016 Hyundai Sonata recalled for defective driver's side airbags. Xenos confirms work on hybrid powertrain after government grant. Lamborghini announces carbon fiber collaboration with Mitsubishi-owned company. 2017 Audi A4 2.0-liter turbo Quattro gains a 6-speed manual. Drunken Alfa Romeo driver bangs into car wall, bangs into a car, a wall, and that's about it, at a parking garage. 2018 Audi S7 caught stretching out its bi-turbo V6 at the Nürburgring. Honda's hydrogen-powered H350 FCV concept, wow, it's a mouthful, debuts at 2016 IAA. Oh yeah, and I talked about this stuff last week. So, why don't we talk about Gymkhana 9? Have any of you seen Gymkhana 9 yet? Because I have. And guess what? It is way different to, to, to Gymkhana 8 and 7. And, you know, and, it's, and it's different in a way that you might not expect. Though, in a way, I can kind of understand why it's the way that it is. Before we talk about Gymkhana 9, though, we gotta get into the recall. 
The 2016 Honda Sonata cars are not only under investigation by the NHTSA for possible locking brakes, but also involved in a recall due to a problem with the driver's side frontal airbags. Honda has already informed the feds of the new safety campaign, which is being conducted on an estimated 602 sedans in the U.S. market, manufactured at Alabama between February 25th and May 11th, 2016. The affected vehicles have a driver's side frontal airbag that may not adequately protect the driver's neck from injury in the event of a crash. As such, these vehicles fail to comply with the requirements of Federal Motor Vehicle Safety Standard, or FMVSS, number 208, Occupant Crash Protection. The NHTSA writes in the description of the problem, the automaker is not aware of any accidents or injuries related to this condition and states that owners of the aforementioned vehicles will be informed soon about the recall that is expected to begin on October 14th, with the company's deals to replace driver's frontal airbag model at no cost. Concerned owners may contact Hyundai Customer Service at 1-800-633-5151, recall number 148. Once again, that's 1-800-633-5151, recall number 148, for any additional details on the safety campaign or the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration Vehicle Safety Hotline at 1-888-327-4236. Once again, that's 1-888-327-4236. So why don't we talk about Gymkhana 9? Remember last time on Gymkhana 8, they had all those cars, they were in Abu Dhabi, they were doing all that stuff. Gymkhana 9 actually goes to a more simpler route in terms of doing its stunts. In fact... It goes to appear in a few other places in, I, f- I forgot where it was, I think it was California, it might have been New York. So essentially, they went back to their old ways. They didn't do all this Abu Dhabi stuff and product placement and stuff, well, except for Forza Horizon 3. However, though, it's that simple. It really is that simple. They went back to their old ways, which, you know what, it was quite refreshing to see that they still hadn't forgotten how to just make a vehicle going around corners insanely close to an object without actually hitting the hitting the object. And you know what, again, it was just so refreshing because it was like, it was like the older Gymkhanas of when I was younger, except I didn't really watch Gymkhana videos because I didn't know that was a thing. But still, it was so nice and refreshing to see just simple going around corners, you know, with insane proximity or insanely close proximity to an object. Just so nice and simple that it really brought myself back to what it was you know, what early Gymkhana videos were not, were like, not, you know, product placement, Lamborghinis, Ferraris, all this stuff, it, it was simple, I can't remember exactly which Gymkhana video it was, but my favorite was when Ken Block was spinning on the oval, and he burnt, and he, uh, completely wrecked his tires, they blew out, and then he was spinning on the rims, that was my favorite Gymkhana video, I don't, I don't remember which one that was, I have to look it up, but that was my favorite of all time, that, I'm thinking that might have been Gymkhana, Four or six. It, it might have been. It might have been the fifth one. I don't know. It was definitely in between that range, though, for sure. But yeah, that was that was my favorite Jim Connor video that they did for sure, without a doubt. Oh dear! Looks like we just got some recent news from Kia. Kia says half of all new cars sold in 25 years will be autonomous. Oh dear! It man, it looks like we're gonna have to go on Craigslist to start looking for if I can buy a tank for less than 50 grand. Get ready for a new UPS mail truck. Maybe from a company you don't know. Really? That's pretty interesting. MotoGP riders will be fined for offensive hand gestures on the track. So, 
Apparently, it's because motorcycle racing is rated G, and that's supposed to be funny. Um, okay, what I don't get is, is, that, is this just limited to MotoGP? Because if it is, shouldn't it be, shouldn't this be for all, just all types of motorsport? I mean, why limit MotoGP? I mean, I get that it'd be harder to see because, you know, you're in a car, but, I mean, seriously? Just MotoGP riders? Wow. Google self-driving car badly damaged in accident but wasn't at fault. A human driver ran a red light and hit Google's autonomous Lexus. Wow. That, wow, that is a mess. You know what? We're going to talk about the new UPS truck. Even though half of you probably won't be able to tell it's new anyway. The UPS has been looking for an updated version, potentially electric, of its long-standing mail delivery trucks, the Grumman LLV, for years now. For years now is not part of the name, but that's how long they've been looking. The current quest, started in January 25th, is for something called the Next Generation Delivery Vehicle, or NGDV. And things are finally moving on that front. The UPS has announced the six prime suppliers that have been awarded contracts worth of $37.4 million and will. Produce 50 prototype vehicles as part of the next phase of the NGDV acquisition process. The finalists include AM General, Oskosh, Utilimaster, VT Hackney, Carson, and Mahindra. I've heard of Mahindra before, but wow. Who are these companies? Well, Mahindra might be familiar to readers as the company behind the all-electric Gen Z e-scooter or the E2O electric car. And General is the car behind the Hummer slash Humvee and says that it will build a series of prototypes vehicles for testing by the UPS that seek to provide fuel efficiency and zero emissions capability. Oskosh is a specialty truck manufacturer based in Oskosh, Wisconsin. VT Hackney has been making vocational vehicle bodies since 1946 and will build an NGDV prototype body while its partner, Workhorse Group, will provide the chassis and powertrain. Utility Master builds walk-in vans. And finally, Carson is a Turkish commercial vehicle manufacturer. At this point, technical details of the upcoming NGDVs are non-existent but we will learn more as the process moves forward. The six companies have about a year to develop and produce their prototypes. All the UPS will say for now is that half of the 50 employees, or sorry, prototypes, will feature hybrid and new technologies, including alternative fuel capabilities. The prototype types will represent a variety of vehicle sizes and drive configurations, in addition to advanced powertrains and a range of hybrid technologies. Now, I'm curious as... Because they say hybrid technologies. Now there is, as I see it, two ways they could do this in terms of making it a hybrid. They could do one, the regular hybrid route, you know, sometimes have the engine power, sometimes have the electric batteries power, or have the engine act as a generator and make power for the electric motors and then have the electric motors drive the wheels. Now that could be an interesting way to go. And... They said hybrid. So I was thinking, I wonder if someone's going to make a rear-engine van, because that'd be the worst. But no, because it has to be a hybrid. And frankly, that would be the worst configuration known to man. As that would probably be fairly unstable. But I'm thinking, I think one, maybe two companies will go with the generator idea. Everyone else, though, probably will go the normal route. No one's going to go hydrogen, though, because no one cares about hydrogen, even though it's the obvious solution to our problems. <sighs> anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this podcast, and I will see you all later. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at 
www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z eight. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.